0: Welcome to another episode of A Tragedy of Time which it is very late and I kind of feel like I don't want to be doing this late but I felt like I'm supposed to do one so maybe I'll just make a short half an hour one. I don't know we'll see how it goes. Man I had a An interesting Christmas. It was good in ways. It was good to see family. And spend time together. um, It's always good to be with family. But. There was a couple occurrences. That happened. um, That. Weren't the greatest. (laughs) A couple. uh, Arguments that I ended up getting into. With some people. That. uh, Knowing that I was in. A sober. State. I probably shouldn't have reacted. The way that I did. Um, I let. I don't know anger fear frustration a bunch of emotions that I think I've really been holding in trying to act like everything is okay it's like I'm constantly feeling like I'm trying to act like everything's okay when I'm really feeling like I'm about to fall apart. And so when these situations arise, even sometimes little things, I can make a bigger deal out of them than they really are, because it's not the things, it's not the little things, it's the big thing that I'm not taking care of. It's the fact that I know that I'm not close enough to God. It's the fact that I i'm not spending as much time in the word i'm not spending as much time in prayer i don't have as much faith i'm not praying for people the way that i feel like i should be praying for people i'm not i'm not i'm just and i'm just not being the person that i feel like i'm meant to be i'm just wasting time i'm falling back into old bad habits and it's all of that stuff it's it's really where i'm at spiritually not being spiritually in a good place and knowing it being aware that I'm not in a good place spiritually and knowing that I'm also feeling very ill and that my time on this earth I'm not saying that it will but my time on this earth could it's either coming it's coming to a change I I guess is what it feels like um and and we're always changing and um like we are we're at we're literally always changing like there's new cells constantly being um created within our bodies and i I can't remember the exact time frame that it is, but after a certain amount of time we're i'm I'm kind of butchering the science on this, but we're we're constantly changing we're not the same um and i don't know if that means like it's a new chapter of my life on this earth um spiritually i don't know if that means it's a new chapter of my life physically i don't know if it means it's the end of a chapter of this life i mean i'm i'm really hoping that that is not the case especially when i've lived um so reckless, and I feel like I have so much more to offer this world. But at the same time, I mean, and I, and I do, but it's like if I really feel that way, why am I not doing the things that I feel like I should be doing now, rather than waiting for this thing for to get better? You know, I I got into a couple arguments, and so so like when little things happen i make a way bigger deal out of them and it's not the little things it's i'm not where i want to be spiritually i am not close to god the way that i want to be and that i should be the way that i know i can be if i sacrifice some things i spent more time with him i i trusted him more um There's a lot of things I could be doing to be in a better place spiritually. And I think that would help. It would help me deal with what I'm going through physically. I'm not saying it would necessarily make everything better. But being close to God is the only thing that I've ever had during this time of pain, suffering and sickness where I can feel peace despite the pain. But it, it always requ- requires a step of faith. It always requires me stepping out of my comfort zone or one way or another or listening to God, usually doing something that I f- don't want to do because of my pride or because I'm worried about how what other people will think of me or how other people are going to react. And when I don't do those things, then I'm i I get filled with feelings of self hatred and um self pity and just oh I'm thinking like I'm a disgusting human being, why didn't I just when it would be when I know it would help my faith, my relationship with god and my self esteem if I just did what I feel like God was telling me to do, and I guess that's what I'm trying to do tonight anyways um I miss the mark a lot a lot more than I should, but i hopefully make the mark once in a while, um, yeah, it's, this life is just so short, and it's so precious, and, um, I spent a little bit of time in worship, and in prayer, before I started this, and, man, I just don't know what's gonna happen, um, I don't know what's going to happen with this life. But I know that I need to trust God. That no matter what happens, he's got me. And no matter what happens, whether it's the way that I want it to look or not. He's going to be looking out for my people. He's going to be looking out for my friends and my family and the people that I love. And the people that I'm worried about who are struggling with addiction and because there's a lot of people out there that are struggling and sick in all sorts of ways that I want to see them get better I want to be a part of the reason that they get better and and I can give my advice and I can do the best that I can but at the end of the day I think the best thing that I can do is direct them to Christ you know um direct them to God and tell them I mean like Jesus died for you to be forgiven of all your sins and you you do have to turn away from sin and turn to God and um, some sometimes people don't like hearing that but like it's like and sometimes people disagree with what is sin what is or what is right and what is wrong that that seems to be one of the biggest issues and I get it I I've struggled with certain things in the Bible that I don't understand. Um, I don't understand a lot of it, but I just... At the end of the day, I, I just feel like it's... I've tried doing things my way. Um, though being a recovering addict... Uh, I mean, in, in, in my act of addiction, it's... It's... Not uncommon for me to be, and it wasn't. It wasn't always like this to a high degree, but or at least maybe I just didn't see it. But as the addiction progressed, and I had more difficulties supporting my addiction, um, I became more manipulative. More there was more lying. There was stealing. There was all sorts of sick things involved to try to keep my addiction going and the irony is like it's like i'm i'm doing these dark things to destroy myself you know that is the that is the thing about addiction and um i would say like suicide suicide is uh, also up there it's like we're doing man god has such an amazing plan for us and when we're caught in these in these cycles of depression that that can lead to suicide and addiction that can lead to overdose or you know um or other terrible tragedies like god has so much in store for us all all we need to do is turn to him but we have all these reasons all these excuses of why we don't And sometimes we don't have faith sometimes we don't believe um but I'm telling you, I was just listening to the song by Brandon Lake and, and it's a worship song. And um, I've talked, I have friends. Um, I've even had one, one experience and people will say this kind of stuff doesn't happen. They'll say, no, that's not true. Um, you know, I, I, my, my parents' friend, she had a hip injury. Um, this is like I'm. I'm speaking on physical healings. How in the Bible, um, Jesus prayed for people and they were healed. Uh, the disciples prayed for people and they were healed. That didn't stop. That didn't stop in the uh, in the biblical days. It still happens today. And me just saying that will cause a lot of controversy to some people, unless they know it doesn't. Um, I mean I'll just give one example A a parent's friend had a hip injury um, Saw a doctor Was told You're going to have to get surgery On your hip Walked with a limp for a long time um, Was scheduled to have a surgery Someone laid hands on her hip Prayed for her hip Um, She felt a warm sensation Her hip got better She was able to walk Um, without the limp and came back to the doctors and they're like we don't know what happened but you're not going to need the surgery now it's like well yeah god god healed it you know Um, i shared that story on facebook and i had a ton of laugh reacts and people saying that didn't happen you know it's like well it did (laughs) so like whatever you can believe there's there's other stories out there man like my mom as a story where she had cancer she got slain in the spirit as, as a christian term where you f- you're filled so much with god's love and peace and healing you fall to the ground and she even smacked her head on a on a church pew <laughs> but uh she wasn't injured from it apparently in fact she came, she went back to the doctors and found out the amount of cancer she had was reduced drastically. And she wasn't going to need the same amount of treatment as she thought she was going to need. Um, that's God. I mean, there was one experience where I was driving my mom to the hospital and she had all this pain in her back. I laid my hand on her back and I prayed and I felt the warmth. I thought I felt the warmth, but I'm like, maybe I'm just, this is in my head. I just kept praying, and, um, she said it felt better by the time we got to the emergency, and then we ended up going home, you know, like, this is just a few stories, I have a lot of Christian friends that have very similar stories, and, you know, like, I asked some of my friends, um, of other faiths, I guess, or other sects of Christianity, um, like, do you guys and i'm 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 not I'm not trying to say that other there's any wrong denomination or anything but anything that's teaching that healing isn't real and isn't for today that teaching in itself isn't true because I know it I've seen it but it's it's a controversial issue because people pray for people and want them to get healed and they don't get healed um and then people some people don't get better and we don't have the answers as to why now sometimes i think it's like i think about it and if everyone had faith and everyone prayed for one another when someone was sick or in pain or had an injury we i we would see a lot more healings i'm not saying everyone would necessarily get healed but man maybe we would like it's like no one's doing it no if if like no one's doing it because no one has faith that it can be done then you're not going to see it i mean it starts with having faith and then it takes like just believing it can be done and, and then taking the action to step out and and pray for somebody you know which i feel in my heart, every time I see somebody with an injury, um, a broken wrist, a messed up ankle, um, I know somebody has a chronic illness, I want to ask if I can lay hands on them and pray for them, but I'm like, especially with this COVID stuff going on, I'm like, well, they might not be comfortable with that, and, um, justify these reasons, and maybe they wouldn't, but that's something that I can bring up to them, and ask them, and, if they're okay with it, they're okay with it. And if not, then they're not. And like, but I'm. It's like I'm worried about what, what, what they're gonna think of me about pride, about what that. I'm. I guess I'm worried too. I'm gonna pray for them, and they might not get healed, and they're not gonna have, and that that they're gonna have less faith than if I never prayed for them in the first place. I guess like that doesn't really make sense, but it's just. None of them are legitimate reasons to not step out and do what I believe is right you know like i I know God is good, I know god heals um and and there are so many more stories like uh, this this one sound this one's like really sounds very crazy and um in in some third worlds, man, it sounds like third world, sorry, in third world countries, it sounds like there's a lot more healings and um, what are called deliverances, people, dark spirits being cast out of them and stuff like that, like, I don't know if it's because there's more faith involved in those places, I don't. I don't know, I don't know why that seems to be the case, because um, I have lots of friends that go over on missions trips, and, and people people get healed here, like in, in Canada and North America, um, I've heard of people getting healed of cancers and stuff like that after being prayed for, and again, I don't have all the answers as to why some people do and some people don't, but... It happens here as well. But it seems like it really happens in third world countries. And I don't know if it's because the people there are so desperate. And so willing to believe that God is going to heal them. I, I, I would think that there's got to be an element of faith to it. Um, but there is this one story about this missionary. Um, this Chinese missionary. Uh, he came to a church um uh, in medicine had a few years ago and he was speaking chinese and he had a translator there he has a book out um like he he's like a well-known guy i can't remember his name um but i guess if you probably googled the story you probably would be able to find it i don't know um he's been a preacher in china and multiple times he's been in prison for his faith and he's been beaten tortured um there was one i i believe it was a it was approximately like a, maybe it was longer maybe it was a little less but i'm just from what i remember from the story uh 3 months that he spent in a prison being tortured beaten um crying out to God, God, why are are you allowing them to do this to me? You know, like, I'm just trying to do what is right. Why are you allowing them to continue to hurt me? And after three months, around three months, um, they, they broke both his legs and he was in his prison cell with two broken legs calling upon God, God, why have you let this happen? God, why am I here? What, what, what is going on? And he heard God say. Get up and walk. Out of the prison. He's like get up and walk out of the prison. What do you mean? Like my legs are broken. And he tried to stand up. And all of a sudden he could stand up. His legs worked. They weren't broken anymore. The prison cell that he. Went to walk out of. Was open. He walked out. And the doors to get out were just open. And he just. Walked out of the prison. Um, sounds very bizarre. Um, it's like for me that that's like, I, I'm I'm a believer in miracles because I know that they happen. I I know people that have prayed for people that have gotten healed. Like that one is hard for me to believe, but I believe it. Like I do. Like maybe there's some stuff in the story that's like like that's the thing about like somebody speaking in another language and is being translated by somebody else like i'm like i don't know if these are the direct details that that are completely if they were completely um relayed 100 percent accurately but i'm pretty sure that's how he wrote about it in his book and and i mean um the skeptics or Um, would would say well yeah of course he's gonna say that that happened that's gonna make a christian book sell right like and and there's those people that do exist within all i i believe all sorts of faiths and all sorts of whatever you want to call them all sorts of but all all sorts of faiths of different kinds of spirituality, but within Christianity, there definitely are false teachers. There are people that say things have happened that don't there's people- there's televangelists that staged miracles like there's there's televangelists that steal and lie and cheat and i mean a a lot of people say they hate religion because of the things that have been done in the name of religion like um, I know a lot of people use the example um, in North America um, how Christians or I I, from my understanding was more Catholicism but also Christianity I guess was involved but I don't believe that's Christianity I believe that's religion um, which religion dates back to before Jesus was born but during Jesus's time religious leaders um, the Pharisees ended up having him killed, and all of his disciples, well, most of his disciples, um, they they were imprisoned and tortured, and I believe that's what religion is. Um, religion's been around for a long time, and it's evil, but when you actually have true connection with God, that's not religion, that's, that's relationship, is what I believe it is, and I believe that's that there's a difference, so and so people use, um, you know, Europeans coming to North America and the genocide that it that was caused on the Native Americans, which is absolutely horrific. I, those people weren't Christians; they claimed to be Christians. I'm I'm saying I'm not saying there was no Christians around that time, but I'm saying the people that went out and beat and murdered and set up residential schools and. stole children from their families and beat them and molested them and did all sorts of terrible things those aren't christians those are not followers of christ okay like they that's not what jesus preached if they're not following what jesus preached they can claim to be a Christian, but they're not a Christian. Like that, it's like I'm trying to think of a of a good analogy. Um, I don't know. It's like somebody saying they're a doctor who has watched what's that really popular show on Netflix? Grey's Anatomy. They've watched a ton of episodes of Grey's Anatomy. Maybe they even wrote down some notes of how the doctors treated blood pressure, and um, you know, I, I don't know how they treated patients in certain situations, and and they they claim to be a doctor. Um, I don't know if this is gonna work out, um, but um, they've watched a bunch of Grey's Anatomy and and then they go up to a sick person somebody that needs help and they do what they believe what what they saw on the show and it doesn't work because they don't actually know what they're doing because they actually haven't had the tra- proper training to be a doctor and they don't know how to treat whatever they're saying that they know how to treat they're in fact making it worse because they have no idea what they're doing so they're just guessing and doing random treatments to the person like based off of some show that they saw it's like they're not a doctor they're that's that's how I feel about anyone that has done those acts to people they're not christians and, w- and when people say religion is founded... Yes, religion. Religion is evil. I'm on board with you there. Religion killed Jesus. Religion's been killing people for... Thousands and thousands of years. But relationship with God. True relationship with... True fellowship with God. Just, that's not what Jesus taught. Jesus taught... Turn the other cheek. If someone takes from you... Give them... Give more to him. Um, he didn't teach murder under any any circumstance, and I'm not saying like, yeah, that's just that's not what he taught. He he didn't teach molestation. He didn't teach. He in fact he said, even if you lust in your mind over a woman. You've committed the act. It is like it is like you it, it is like you have committed the act. If you like the violence he didn't teach go out and cause violence and hit people and kill people. No, he said if you have hate in your heart then it is like you have Hurt. Well, I, I, I'm butchering it. I guess I should have my Bible out and be reading it. But that you shouldn't... Not only should you not murder, but you shouldn't have that hate in your heart. See, so when people are like... Discrediting Jesus because people are evil. That's not a valid argument as much as it may seem like it is to you, you know, to you or to us and to me and even to me you know like i've thought that too i've thought man it's terrible what some of the people have done in the name of christ but i know that that's not who jesus is i know god is good god is love god is forgiveness God is restoration and and God is turning away from the things that are causing us destruction. It he is. I just I know that God has so much to offer every single one of us. But we we have to believe and we have to want a fellowship with him and we again, we all have these reasons why we don't want to, but I'm telling you, I've I've done every, I don't know about every drug, but I've done almost every drug, um, at least available in Canada. There's a few that I guess I skip, but most of most of them I've done. Searching for all sorts of pleasure, booze, um, sex. Adrenaline rush from doing physical activity. Um, You know, I've worked a hard day's work and know what it's like to take pride in work. And I mean, all of those things can feel good, but nothing is, nothing compares. To being in a relationship with God. Nothing compares to a real authentic relationship with God. Where you're filled with His Spirit and you're you're doing your You're fellowshipping with Him and you're loving on other people and you're loving on and you're loving on God, you know. Nothing nothing compares. I promise you. I've tried it all The sad thing is like I was At the pinnacle of how good God was And I turned away And I don't really have An explanation or any justification for it Other than I was naive And I just figured things would go my way Even though I knew God was telling me not to go back to that lifestyle, I figured, what's the worst that could happen? Well, I mean, the worst that could have happened, I guess, was that I would have died. And um But this is pretty bad. Being as ill and being in as much pain as I have with no answers and feeling like it's maybe continuously getting worse. I'm not saying it's not going to get better. I believe it's going to get better somehow some way even though i feel like i need a miracle thank god i believe in a god of miracles it's uh man god is god is so real he he just wants he wants our whole heart and you can give him your whole heart right now it doesn't need to be um, a long journey. It can it can be a long journey, but that's usually because as humans we're stubborn, and I believe God's gonna just the idea. If if we have faith and we believe in Jesus and turn to Him and 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 even, you know what? I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna speak about my beliefs of different spiritual spiritualities because from a biblical standpoint my theories on other spiritualities um, don't line up and i'm trying to be more i'm trying to try to go more by what the word says rather than what i believe but i i'll put it this way i believe god is a lot bigger than we give them credit for, a lot more loving and forgiving than we give them credit for, and we don't have all the answers and we don't know everything. But it's good to have a place to stand on. Like we need you like I know people are so they get so angry when when somebody thinks that they they're like I've heard this so much, you think your God is the right God. Uh, usually it's being referenced to Christianity it's like yes they do they have it's like people need something to believe in people need a foundation that's not a that's not a negative thing it's it, it can be a negative thing if that's causing you to like physically hurt other people or or tear other people down but again those aren't Christ's teachings but though I'm not saying Christ's teachings were easy. They weren't. The idea that you're not only supposed to not sleep with someone who's not your wife, but you're not supposed to lust after her with your mind, that's not an easy concept. Because lust is easy to do. The the idea that you're not supposed to be filled with anger and hatred when somebody wrongs you, it's like, that's not an easy concept. These aren't easy teachings. They really go against everything that is what I believe almost human, initial human instinct. Like, the at least for most of us, the initial instinct, if someone gets in your face and gets angry and cusses at you, or or threatens violence upon you or does violence upon you is to do violence back. It's not to turn the other cheek. And see these, these ideas that Christ had, The fact that they're so against what I believe to be like our natural instinct in human nature is what makes me believe that they are from God. That they are from something higher, something that is more loving than what we are. To me that is the separation of of God and of man to a degree of or man without God. And like, I'm, I'm not a saint, I'm so far from a saint, I, the things that I have done in my, like, like, people just don't understand how dark, um, and I I think unless, unless you, you're, like, close with an addict, but even, even then, like, unless you are an addict, or struggle deeply with addiction, I don't think people realize how dark and evil it truly is. And I don't even think I can fully fathom how dark and evil it is. But but I know when like, I was... Man, at times when I was on drugs and... My mind, my not just my mind, my spirit, my soul was in this just place of... It's just totally giving myself over to this darkness that I know exists and I know is destroying me. But I'm giving it myself over to it for the temporary pleasure. And I'm not going to go into a lot of detail of the graphics of the things I've done. But let me tell you, it doesn't paint a pretty picture. But you know what? Like, Jesus died for all of that and more. There's not a single thing, and and that's where us a lot of people get hung up. It's like, what? Jesus dialed. Jesus died for murderers. Jesus died for pedophile. I know that's like a pedophiles. You know, we think of the absolute worst. The worst people, um, or at least from uh from our point of view, some of the worst people, like t- he died for evil dictators, like, and that that's like, it's like yeah, that's what makes God love so so beyond humans' love is because. Most of us, at a certain point, we' like, "No, there's a certain amount of evil you do on this earth, and once you've done that, like there's no coming back from that. You are a disgusting um human being, and you don't deserve redemption i most people at believe that there's people that can cross lines that uh that they can't come back from and and I understand that sentiment I understand feeling like that um, but it's like it I just know it's not my place to judge i I believe there's consequences to different levels of evil um, in this life and potentially i I personally I don't know if this is biblical or not so again, here I go, I'm spouting off theories. Um, but this is more so based off of like near-death experiences that I've listened to and stuff. I believe people that have done terrible things are, in one way or another, going to experience pain. Um, the pain, I, I believe that they're going to experience the pain that they caused others. I've heard people that have had near-death experiences say that they they experienced um, like it's 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 been known as a life review where the li- it's your life flashes before your eyes but time doesn't really exist in that moment but it's like you go through your life and you see how your life affected other lives and I've heard in positive and in the negative so the the things you did that and maybe you experienced the things that you did that caused people to feel good and and but I believe that you probably experienced the things that caused pain as well. And um I don't know if there's more than that like maybe Maybe there's more than just that, but that in itself I think is I think it's going to be heavy. And I, I just believe that the creator of the universe will, I, I just think that there's going to be justice for people that were wronged on this earth. And that scares me sometimes because I know that I hurt a lot of people in addiction, and I'm like, "What is that going to look like for me?" Um, I know the concept of heaven and hell uh, are what what are preached in the Christian church. This, this, and I I don't know. Um, I I do believe in some form of heaven, and I believe in some form of hell, and I just I don't fully understand what those what what that's going to look like or what those places are going to be and how god decides who goes there but all i'm going to say is i would not want to die without a relationship with jesus like i don't i wouldn't want to die without a relationship with god like that just for me i i think that's scary it just seems like a big gamble man cuz eternity's a long time and I know there's more to this life than this life. Again, I don't I don't understand it all and I believe that God is more loving and more forgiving than a lot of people give him credit for. But then again, that being said, I just don't know. I just I don't know. There's debate, there's scripture. I can't remember exactly where it is in the New Testament that basically says those who are ...apart from the law are judged apart from the law. Basically something along those lines. So I think that has to mean something. But I don't fully understand how that works. And I am... Yeah. I don't know, man. It's a new year coming up. Uh, 2022... I believe that whatever's going on in my body with my health, things are coming to a change, and i'm I'm believing I have hope I have faith that it's gonna be a better change, not a worse change um, again, I don't know what that means exactly, but I would just encourage you guys, like anyone listening to this not give up on God because he has not given up on you and I promise you he exists and he's loving and he just wants your heart he just wants your heart he just and again it doesn't have to be a life I mean a relationship with God spirituality is a lifelong journey but giving giving your heart over him to him doesn't have to be this long drawn out process it's just a decision you make, like, God, okay, I want you in my life. And you make an effort to have God in your life every day. And it's not like every day you're going to be perfect. and But it's like, just pray every day. Get into the Word. Have faith. Listen to some, listen to some pastors that inspire you. If you don't know of any, check out Dan Moeller. Todd White, Francis Chan. Um, If you're looking for something maybe a little easier to digest, Stephen Furtick. I like him. He's charismatic. I don't think he's as as deep and doesn't... I feel like his teachings are... I'm not here to judge his teachings. I'm just saying. I believe that there's... But maybe that's something to ease into a pa- some speaking um and he's he he has a lot of good messages he has a lot of good messages that i really do enjoy but i don't know i like i like it deep i like it like i don't know i want to hear that the pastor that i'm listening to is wor- is experiencing signs and miracles because that's where the spirit follows and i believe that's where the spirit is working and I think that's what we're supposed to be seeing and experiencing and I feel like if that's not what's happening then who why am I what why are we doing this thing I mean because it's because it's right I guess but I don't know I don't know I'm just I'm thankful for this life even though I definitely have abused it um I'm so thankful that I'm still here and that I'm able to make this podcast episode and maybe touch somebody's heart and I don't know, maybe open their mind to the idea of God, to the idea of Christ and if not just hopefully encourage some people that to have a little bit of faith that there is there's more to this world than this this world is a beautiful place at times but it's also chaotic and dark and it can be depressing and to believe that this is all there is that would be rough at least that's my belief but um, I'm going to pray and go to bed 2 in the morning I'm not usually up this late, but I felt in my heart to do this. Uh, So, I'm going to pray, and then that's it. So, God, I thank you for tonight. I thank you for today, Lord. I thank you, Jesus, that no matter where we're at or what we've done, Jesus, you still love us, and that you died that no matter where we're at, in our lives your forgiveness is for us and and it's and you didn't just die that we'd be forgiven of our sins you died that we could have intimate relation with you and fellowship with the holy spirit and the father that god that we could be filled with joy, with love, with peace, God that through you, God, through fellowship with you, God, that we would be able to tell people who are hopeless and broken about you, God, that people who are struggling with addictions could be broken free, that people that are struggling with mental health can be broken free, God, that people that are struggling with physical health issues, God, that there would be healings, Jesus, that people who are struggling in darkness, that there would be deliverances, God, that the peop- that people that People that are lost lord that they would be found by you and your love and your peace and your joy god and even though all of us have made mistakes and all of us fall short jesus of who you are and it, that you love us regardless that your love abounds beyond so much more than we can comprehend god Your love is so good. God, you are love. And you love each and every single one of us. And I thank you for that, God. Despite the mistakes that we make. You never leave us, God. And you always have open arms, willing to fellowship with us, Lord, no matter where we're at. Jesus, I thank you that your love is beyond beyond what any of us humans can comprehend, Lord. God, I just ask that you would bring healing to some of your children who are lost and looking for answers and looking for identity. God, I thank you for who you are. And I thank you for your love. Jesus, I just pray this in your name. Amen. So. That's all, folks. (laughs) I hope you have a good night, day, morning, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. Hopefully many more podcast episodes to come. Who knows what life has to bring. This is the tragedy of time. Peace.